Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is actually the start of season three. This is the first episode of season three of Perspective. I'm Derek, your host. It's been a minute since I last came on here, and in fact, I've just had a look. It's been a really crazy kind of time, and it's actually been since May that I last made a podcast, and a lot of stuff has happened since May, and not all of it particularly good. So, this is actually a fireside chat in a car there's no theme music or anything like that this is just straight down the middle telling you how it is what's been happening in my life and what's been happening around my hood I guess over the last now three months or so and as I said not all of it has been good last time I think I made a podcast I was saying that there was one case of local transmission in Sydney of COVID-19 and in the last three months we are up to unfortunately it's actually really sad and actually really depressing is that we're now up to 919 cases a day that was our last record I mean there was the last 24 hours that we had that it's been kind of going from 500 to 700 800 jumped to 900 today two of our major hospitals in Sydney are already overwhelmed with COVID patients and it's like every morning that you sit there and you watch the numbers and it just makes you more and more frustrated at the fact that it seems to me like there's nobody doing anything about it and it's like okay we got all these numbers we've got all this stuff we can handle it but clearly we can't because all the hospitals are closing down or closing shop because there's no more beds there are people dying and our premier is talking about opening or giving us some sort of relaxation of the restrictions coming up over the next week or two and I just can't fathom how you can come to that sort of decision when the cases are going up, hospital admissions are going up, ICU beds are running out and don't forget she's got this plan of 70 to 80 percent of the population vaccinated and getting a lot of freedoms but she's not taking into consideration that right now that children under 16 are ineligible for any of the vaccines and up to 30 or 40 percent of people catching COVID are children under the age of 16 and she seems to have completely lost the plot and I'm actually in a lot of ways quite frustrated we've been in lockdown now for nine weeks and the numbers have actually continued to go up despite the lockdowns there's been online schooling so far for this entire term and nothing's getting better and she's standing there every morning telling us how the numbers might bounce around but it's ultimately all a matter of just getting everybody vaccinated and everybody will be fine but unfortunately at this point we are unable to get everybody vaccinated so she just doesn't understand that this is the problem and this is a frustrating part because she doesn't understand this is the problem she just keeps glossing over every day she's disrespectful she clearly doesn't listen to the health advice no matter what everyone says and it's actually causing a great deal of harm to the community it's causing a lot of anger it's causing a lot of frustration you know i'm actually as a doctor i'm actually worried about going to work because right now completely realistic completely straight up with you no bullshit. the only people or the only person that my family can catch COVID from is me. 
I'm the one who's out there every day meeting strangers. Remember the fact that I do wear a mask and I do wear eye protection the entire time, but I'm potentially the only person in our family right now that is getting exposed to potential people with COVID. That's not a nice feeling. It wrecks me with a feeling of guilt. And I, I truthfully don't know how long that this is going to continue because the place where I work has now become kind of taken over or will become taken over by public patients because I work in a private hospital which is on the same campus as a public hospital and the public hospital is running out of beds. And what's happening is they've cancelled all the elective surgery, they've moved everyone out of our hospital and they're going to bring over the overflow from the public hospital. And what that basically will mean is that I'll have no work and I'm going to be potentially furloughed. I don't know how long it's going to be. In, a, in some ways, I actually don't mind having some time off because my family is struggling currently. The online schooling thing is really difficult. I'm stressed about coming to work, but ultimately we need to have some sort of income to make ends meet because the expenses don't stop during COVID. You still have to pay for the electricity, the water, the gas, the heating, the internet, the council fees, the insurance, the car. You know, these, these things don't stop. And if your income completely stops, then what do you do? I mean, look, you know, that's the reality of the situation. I know that everyone else is facing the same situation, so it's not fair for me to complain overly about it. But that's the truth and that's a reality, is that this is not going to stop anytime soon. It's going to go on for months. I think that this will be an issue, work-wise and restriction-wise, probably at least until after Christmas, which is still four months away. And just got to get my head around the fact that this is a really difficult time and we've just got to hang in there. We've got to stay safe. We've got to stay sane. We've got to find some joy in every day in a world where there is so much bad news right now. And look, frankly, it could be worse. We could be in a much worse position than we are now. But it just feels really, really miserable right now. And I just don't want to have to think about it every day. I've kind of got to the point now where I just can't be watching the same stuff over and over again because it is actually really frustrating and it's, it's soul destroying looking at the fact that most of us not all of us but i would say most of us the majority of people have sacrificed at least their nine the last nine weeks we've sacrificed our ability to not do silly things like go out and go shopping and stuff but stuff like not being able to take our children to the park not having the ability to visit family and feeling stressed just to have to go to the supermarket to buy stuff and it feels like it's all for naught because the numbers have basically gone from you know 30 or something at the start to 900 so what's the point of doing all this and I know that there is a point and I know that everyone's saying that it could get a lot worse it could have been a lot worse if we didn't lock down but I don't remember when there's been two days in a row where the case numbers have gone down. Every time you get a little blip 
a little fragment of hope, you know, it goes from 700 to 670, you think, oh, maybe this is the time, the next day it's 800. There's been no falling pattern in. Like, I know it's a crude comparison, but if you, if, if the chart of the number of cases of COVID was the chart of a share price, you would not be selling now. Because you would be reaping in the profits. The curve is so hyperbolic right now. The numbers are going up in such a manner that there's got to be something. I don't know, maybe there's nothing that can be done. But there's got to be something. And we've got to do something to protect our children. Because there's no way in hell, no way in hell, am I going to send my kids to school with 920 cases a day when they're not vaccinated? This is completely beyond comprehension that you're going to send your kids. I mean, it's like, they're like, you know, you're sending them to, to basically get COVID. It's just a matter of the fact that there's sitting ducks out there. Kids, especially primary school kids, they're not going to respect social distance. They're going to hug each other. They're going to touch everything. They're going to share food. They're going to cough all over each other. And, you know, this is exactly how COVID zero could have gone if we locked down earlier. Like, I know that everyone's saying it's impossible to sustain COVID zero. But you can see just from one limousine driver who was ferrying these airline staff and he apparently wasn't doing the right thing and wasn't wearing PPE, how one limousine driver has led to this catastrophe. And this just goes to show that only one mistake is necessary to turn the whole thing into a complete disaster. And this is exactly what's happened. And hopefully we can get out of it. I don't know. I don't have a lot of confidence anymore that we can get out of it because it just feels like, on days like this, it just feels like nothing works. It just feels like, as I said, nine weeks of sacrifice has actually not done its damn thing. There are people out there who've been doing everything they can to stay safe, stay home, get vaccinated, do online shopping, wear a mask all the time. And yet there are people who completely just flout the rules, they go have parties, they go have gatherings, and they spread it to each other, they take it to work, they give it to everyone at work, they take it home, they infect their family unknowingly, and this is why we're in the shit show we're in right now. And I'm actually really sad and, and in a lot of ways really annoyed by what could have been. We had a real good here in Australia. We had a real damn good. We had months, or at least weeks, of zero local cases. And it was almost like life was normal. You compare it to places like the US and the UK and India and all these other places where they're having thousands upon thousands of cases a day and we could only sit here and piss it all away. And now we're in the same dilemma, we're in the same predicament as these people who are overseas. And that makes me really, really sad. And anyway, enough of talking about COVID, because I can't talk about it anymore and it's just really a depressing topic. I just want to talk to you about a couple of other things that I've been exploring. So, 
in terms of content creation, which is the thing that I love to do, uh, I've released a number of YouTube videos since we last spoke. So if you want to check those out, you can go to Derek Chai Media and on all the social platforms and particularly you'll find some YouTube videos about that. And I'd really love it if you could let me know what you think. I've recently started off a new blog website. Um, only really just recently being this morning, actually. And it's just kind of a little experiment. I just want to write some thoughts. And I just wanted to do something different. So instead of just having podcasts or video, I thought I would blog. So this is something, as I said, as a trial. I'm using WordPress and I'm just using the free one. So it has that daggy.wordpress.com thing on the end of it. But it's called Derek's Niche. .wordpress.com so if you want to check that out the first article I wrote for my new blog is about this Clubhouse app now I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Clubhouse app basically it's a social media app which is audio based you guys may have heard of a similar product called Spotify Greenroom so basically what it is is it's kind of like a TED talk almost it's but a little bit different so basically you host a room and you have the ability, so you're talking in a room, you pick a subject, you can either schedule in advance or you can do an impromptu one. So you go into the room, you start speaking about something, and then people come into the room to listen. And you can invite people up onto the metaphorical stage so they can speak, so you can have discussions about stuff, or you can have people who just remain passive in the audience and they listen. Now, initially, the Clubhouse app was kind of an elite by invitation only and it took me quite a while to get the invite and I obviously didn't want to pay for an invite and I didn't know anyone who was on Clubhouse so it wasn't so easy as to just get an invite but I finally found a way to get a Clubhouse invite. Little did I know that two days later it was released for everyone in the public but anyway the thing about Clubhouse is the app is kind of a little bit flaky I'm not sure the concept is great and the app looks great but the first thing is, it's a bit clunky when you have to log on because they, every time you log on, they have to send you a text message on your cell phone, which seems like an extraordinarily large waste of money. But anyway, that's how they go. That's They've raised all this VC money. And I guess that's the way they've chosen to use it. But anyway, that's the one thing. And two is, for some reason, when in Sydney, on the Telstra network, 5G, you're getting like hundreds of megabytes per second download and you know 15 upstream or whatever I keep getting connected connectivity issues with Clubhouse and actually can't get the app to work the only way I can work this app when I'm on cellular is to install this thing called 1.1.1.1 which is a VPN and it works kind of well but what I've discovered is it's actually a network thing and it's not an app thing because the same thing happens with Spotify Greenroom. So on 5G, Spotify Greenroom also does not work unless you have a VPN. Both the apps work flawlessly on my home Wi-Fi, so it's not an app thing. It's a network thing, although I guess the app should be able to sort that out by changing the address or something, I don't know. I'm not that tech savvy. Uh, 
Sorry, we just had a big yawn because it's been a long day. It's now 7.30, it's been a long day. But anyway, as I said, I feel like there's got to be a way around it without having to open a VPN, but that's the way it is. The other issue with Clubhouse is that it's hard, unless you're hosting your room, room, it's hard to actually find a room that's interesting. Now, obviously, the thing that's live is live audio. So it's really dependent on the time zones. And at the times that I listen to it, there isn't a lot of English content for some reason. There's a lot of Middle Eastern and Nepalese content. And the problem with that is I don't even know if it's interesting or not because I can't understand the language. So I haven't really found that many interesting rooms to go into. And it's kind of been a little bit of a disappointment considering the amount of effort I tried to spend to get an invite. Now, this app was a whole lot more appealing when it was by invite because it's kind of like a supply-demand thing. And when something scarce, it feels scarce, you just want it. And now that everyone can get into it, you don't really want it so much. So that's that. And hopefully I can find some better content and listen to it because right now, Clubhouse and Spotify Green Room's the same. There's not much going on there either. It's not that interesting to me, so we'll have a look and see over the coming months if there's more content on there. I may start a couple of rooms as well to see if anyone's interested in joining. But otherwise, it's kind of not just sitting on my phone and doing not doing very much. So that's it for that. It's now kind of the end of winter here. Sydney and the weather has been very warm until the last couple of days and yesterday was freezing cold, it was raining and it was kind of miserable. I was at work so I guess I missed the brunt of it. But as the weather warms up I wonder whether things will get better. It's Father's Day next Sunday and something which I've completely forgotten about already. It's not like you can go out and do anything. It's not like you can actually go see your dad. Although, as a dad, hopefully, we can have a nice day with the kids. We've done some online shopping recently. And I'm quite happy with the way online shopping works, really. The delivery has been pretty good. Barring one thing, like, we bought some shoes from Platypus and we just got the wrong size. And we sent it back and it all worked really well. Except for the fact that you have to pay $10 for return shipping. That's quite irritating given the fact that everything's online at the moment and you're relying on accuracy of sizes like that. So two of the best shoes we didn't, that we bought didn't fit. We had to send them back. There is no facility for exchange. It's only a refund thing, but you do have to, as I said, spend $10 to pay for return shipping, which is kind of annoying. One thing that impressed me a lot was the fact that on the weekend, I bought a product from Apple, and I paid $15 for a courier delivery, a next-day courier delivery. And it came on a Saturday, exactly when they said it was coming, and it was weird too. It's not like a conventional courier. It was basically a dude from the Apple Store, pretty much, because he was wearing that blue Apple Store jacket, looking like he was in a private vehicle and just driving around, and he just delivered it. And that is $15 well spent, in my opinion to have something delivered that quickly without having to go to the store to do click and collect and all this kind of stuff and click and collect's not a lot of fun 
we do that for the groceries now. But twice out of the last maybe six grocery runs, we've had to go back because we're, miss we're missing items. And that is, defeats the whole point of click and collect, is the fact that you don't have to spend the whole time going back and forth to the grocery store. They do make you wait during click and collect, so even when you send them a message and say that you're here, and they're meant to have the grocery ready, I've had two occasions where they haven't been ready, and you've just got to stand around. Again, that defeats the purpose of click and collect and social distancing and having not be in a bunch of people's room, close to a bunch of people. So that's that. What else has been going on? I'm just talking off the top of my head now because it's one of those podcasts where it's going to be all over the place and I apologize for that, but I'm just getting stuff off my mind. The Sony ZV-10, ZV-10, ZV-10 has come out of which is the mirrorless interchangeable lens version of the Sony ZV-1, which is the vlogging camera that I use. That's just come out. I have no temptation to buy any new gadgets at the moment because realistically I don't go anywhere, I don't do anything. But the ZV-1 is a good vlogging camera. It's not the best, but it is good. And the ability to change lenses and the ability to use it for other things. I guess the ZV-10 might be something that people might want to go after if you're into a new camera. I think it's about $1,400, $1,500 for the body, which is on par with anything else, which is comparable. Something you may want to have a look at if you're interested. You can get a whole heap of Sony lenses for that, like mirrorless APS-C lenses for it. So. Obviously, if you get the expensive ones, that's going to significantly increase the cost of the unit. But that's how that's how that goes. Um, what else I talk about? Apparently, fuel's gone up really expensive, and basically, that's all, all that's punishing is essential workers who have to go to work because no one else is using their car, and increasing the fuel prices at this time is really not doing anybody any favours but right now it just seems like a lot of it's every man for themselves, every person for themselves so it doesn't surprise me that things have gone up in price and they're talking about freight um, when you order online goods is the freight from other countries because it's such a backlog and every time someone in a shipping terminal gets COVID they have to clean it and close it down and stuff they're saying that freight's gone up by four times, so not only will there be delays in getting your stuff, but they're probably going to charge you more for shipping. We're already considering starting our Christmas shopping because we don't know what's going to happen over the next few months, and we better get our butt into gear and do that because you don't want to get to the situation, especially with kids, where they've had a shitty year already that by the time Christmas comes out, they have nothing. They don't get any gifts because we can't buy anything. So that's what's happening from that regard. Um, what else is happening? There's really lots to talk about. Most of the stores in Sydney, as I drive home now, most of the stores have actually decided or been asked to shut even things like technology stores like Harvey Norman and Officeworks who had resisted to that closing thing have now shut 
Bunnings, which is a hardware store, which is kind of equivalent equivalent to something like Home Depot in the US. That's gone to click and collect now, apart from tradesmen. Hopefully that'll curb it, and with the vaccinations, hopefully that'll fix it, or get the numbers down a little bit, but nobody's holding their breath on that. But there is a significant drop in the amount of traffic, and it doesn't take me anywhere near as long to get home now, but there is still a lot of cars on the road. So that's it for today, I think. I don't really want to talk too much more about anything. It's said it's the third season of Perspective. I've been doing short sharpers. I am really in a position now where I'm really keen to try and do something different and make something of myself. But this is one of those times where there's so much uncertainty. I want to start pursuing some of my passions. And one of the passions is content creation. I want to make stuff. I want to put stuff out there in the world. I just want to be no, I just want to know for myself that I'm doing everything that I want to do because you never know what's going to happen. So I'm concentrating on making a lot more content, audio, video, audio, video, written word, everything. So it's just a matter of finding the time and finding the motivation to go and do that. And I'm just going to try new stuff. And one of them is hopefully to get more podcasts now. As I said, this one's in the car, so it's missing all the bells and whistles that I normally have, like introductory theme music and all that kind of stuff and proper editing. But sometimes we just got to make content and put it out there. And I'm thinking about making a video about what it's like to struggle in social media, struggle to create content, but you're not compromising yourself. You're actually making the stuff that you want to make and what you think that other people want to hear or see rather than just following the trends I can't even imagine for a second what it'd be like to have a million followers or a million subscribers to one of your social media platforms and I don't know it just feels like things are difficult but you've just got to push through life isn't easy and this is no better time to realize that you just got to take your future into your own hands and do something with it because nobody knows what tomorrow brings and that's the important thing we can't see our extended family we've got our little limited family some people are on their own but the struggle is the same and I just wanted to finish up by saying that most of us are trying our hardest to get through this with as least trauma as possible and we're trying to do everything we're trying to follow the health advice we're trying to protect not only ourselves but those around us and no matter what happens we've just got to keep doing that we've got to maintain our solidarity in that regard and we've just got to not give up things are not easy and this is a time where we have to find little pieces of magic, little bits of pixie dust and things we do, things that will make us just smile for a little bit, things to help us forget about what's going on, if it's only for a minute or two, just to take the pressure off, just to give us some relief, just to give us some joy, because there's plenty of reasons to be miserable right now, but misery is not going to make anything different.
worry isn't going to make any difference. You cannot wish the numbers to go down. You cannot wish for others to do the right thing. You cannot wish for the government to make the right decisions. But you can control the way you respond to the events that are happening. And that's all we can do right now. So I wish you guys all the best. Remember, please, to stay safe. Wear a mask. Stay away from people as much as possible. Try and find little pieces of joy in each day. Get vaccinated if you can't, if you haven't, and if you're able to. Hopefully, the vaccinations will be open to everyone soon, including our vulnerable children who are currently defenseless in this whole battle with COVID. But everyone, just stay safe. I love you guys, and hopefully, I will get to speak to you again soon. So until then, take care of yourself, take care of your family, and have a great evening. Have a great day, wherever you are in the world. Just remember, we're all in this together. So until next time, I'll catch you later. Bye.